Hello everyone, and thank you for tuning in today. My name is Ryan Cole, and I have a very special podcast for you. I want to kick things off by telling you a story about my lunch the other day. So, I love cheeseburgers. They're my absolute favorite food in the world, and I relish any time I get to have one. The other day was one of those times. So I get to the burger joint and order my favorite, a double cheeseburger with bacon, fries, and a milkshake. I went and sat down, and a few short minutes later, it comes. First, I try the french fries, and they are delicious. Steamy hot, covered in salt and pepper, and just the right amount of ketchup. I move on to the burger next, and it is perfect in every way. The meat is cooked to perfection, and all the ingredients complement each other in just the right way to create a flavor that is impossible to resist. Before I know it, I have finished my meal and I head on my way. As I'm driving down the street, content with my full belly, I look out the window and I see a homeless woman standing on the side of the road holding a sign that read, Hungry, anything helps. Reading that sign after just going out to eat really struck a chord within me. It occurred to me that when I am hungry, it is probably nothing compared to what this woman feels every single day. And as I thought about this, I noticed so many people completely ignoring this woman as they drove by in their fancy cars. So many people go about their lives every day completely unaware that there are millions of people in the same boat as this woman, hungry and food insecure. Food insecurity is a very widespread and serious issue that few people know the full extent of. Food insecurity is defined by the World Health Organization, or WHO, as when people don't have access to sufficient, safe, and nutritious food in order to maintain a healthy and active lifestyle. Currently, there are more than 800 million people living with food insecurity globally, according to the Food and Agricultural Organization of the United Nations, or FAO. That number translates to one in nine people on the planet. Food insecurity is an even bigger problem in developing countries where the vast majority of the world's hungry lives. In these areas, 13.5% of the population is undernourished. However, food insecurity cannot just be thought of as a global statistic. It is much more than that. Although we may not realize it, food insecurity affects us right here at home, in Texas, in Austin, and even in Travis County. In fact, According to the Capital Area Food Bank, or CAFB, one in five Texans suffer from food insecurity. This is the second worst rate in the nation. And, according to the city of Austin, 162,440 residents in Travis Country alone suffer from food insecurity. That correlates to 17% of Travis County residents. Food insecurity is even more prevalent in impoverished families with a rate of 40% of families in poverty 
suffering from food insecurity. Numerous children in Travis County suffer from food insecurity as well. Nearly one quarter of Travis County's children are affected by food insecurity. A total of 56,100 children. An average 84,880 children in Travis County participate in the free and reduced lunch program at school on a daily basis. However, there is only an average of 6,614 children that participate in the summer lunch program. That is an alarming 92% drop of children receiving lunches during the summer versus the school year. Our children are the future of this great nation, and far too many of them are suffering silently from food insecurity and being neglected by the rest of us. One example of this is a girl named Elizabeth. She is nine years old and suffers from food insecurity. Elizabeth receives food from the Kids Cafe, a CAFB-sponsored program at the Boys and Girls Club of South Austin. She said if there was no Kids Cafe, that she would feel like they didn't care about us. They know we're hungry after school. When Elizabeth was four years old, she met her previously incarcerated father for the first time. She said that that was one of the happiest moments of her life. The CAFB recently asked Elizabeth what she would do with a million dollars. I'm sure that we've all thought about that. Oh, all the cool things we could buy, cars, a house, and anything else that we could possibly wish for. However, when Elizabeth gave her answer, it was nowhere similar to that. She said that she would give half to the Boys and Girls Club of South Austin and half to other charities. She never mentioned herself once. We could all learn a lesson from Elizabeth. She recognized the fact that there are people even worse off than herself, and she chose to sacrifice her own well-being in order to make someone else's life a little bit easier. If all of us could be half as generous as Elizabeth, then we would be well on our way to ending food insecurity for everyone. This is the mindset that my schoolmates and I had going into our group project called TG Plan. TG Plan is an acronym that stands for Think Globally, Problem Solve Locally, and Act Neighborly. The first step in this project, Thinking Globally, required me and my fellow group members to decide on an issue that affects the entire world as well as our local community. As you can probably guess, my group chose the global issue of food insecurity. After I had conducted research on the issue of food insecurity, I soon became aware of how extensive of an issue it really is. During my research, I also discovered a nonprofit organization called Plenty Austin. Plenty Austin works with food insecure and impoverished people around the world. The program director, Chuck Heron, was kind enough to sit down with me and talk about Plenty Austin and the issue of food insecurity. Here is what he had to say. How big of an issue is food insecurity? Food insecurity on a worldwide basis is uh, a huge thing. 
uh, we help people to um, improve their ability to use their local resources to produce all of their own food needs and address all of their own energy needs. We promote the use of appropriate technologies in the areas of uh, water heating, electrical production with wind and solar, and small hydro systems, and then those are tied in with the food production system, um, which we help people learn how to grow, process, and market non-GMO soy foods and other local foods that are high in nutrients, especially the nutrients of vitamin A, beta-carotene, and vitamin C, and of course their proteins and calories. And we, we encourage people to adapt organic production techniques uh, into their cultural systems. In a lot of circumstances, working with indigenous peoples and low-income rural people around the world, uh, it's a matter of getting back and using some of their traditional cultural practices combined with new uh, light technologies. What are the major causes of food insecurity? A lot of incentives in countries are families, families that are economically um, disenfranchised um, have very little resources. For example, we're working with communities in the Bajo Rio Lempa region of El Salvador where the in the communities where we work uh, the average family income per month is about $100 to $150 for a family of five. Uh, there's tremendous pressure on them to figure out how they are going to feed their children, clothe their children, provide for their health care, and send them to school. What kind of people are most affected by food insecurity? Well, whether it be in the United States or in any other country or on the Native American reservations within the states where we also work, it, uh, food insecurity, of course, affects the lowest income classes first. It affects them in a most drastic way because they are making choices every day and every week and every month about how they use their money and they have a myriad of costs to deal with. What do you believe are the biggest impacts of food insecurity? Well. Food insecurity is one of the major causes of civil unrest, or can and will be, has been in the past, uh, a major cause of civil unrest, uh, internal conflicts within communities, um, and the, the inability of youth who are growing up to have appropriate nutrition and therefore uh, develop their full potential um, for being creative, dynamic thinkers and doers in their own countries. So what is the, is the biggest challenge in, in your line of work in trying to solve this issue of food insecurity? We focus on developing 
and implementing with people that invite us into their communities small programs that will provide an example that other people will look at and want to multiply and do on their own because they see it successful in helping a, co a smaller community or a group of families to address their own needs. So you've mentioned uh, soy a lot. Uh, why is this such an, an important, uh, I guess, product in your in your work? The only one of the very few vegetable foods that have all eight essential amino acids uh, that are in a full protein. Um, and you, you, from one acre of land, you can produce anywhere from 20 to 100 times more protein than you can using it for the production of animal products. What is the greatest reward in, uh, in working with this issue? Well, for myself, um, small successes are rewarding. And uh, by focusing on the, the focusing on using methods that help local folks use their own resources and develop their own skills, knowledge, and capacity to address their local needs first. Um, you have good chance of success, and, and that is an award reward in itself. Just helping people in some small way be able to improve their lives for themselves and their children. That is exactly what my group members and I set out to do when we completed the Take Action portion of our TG Plan project. We brainstormed many ideas, including making sculptures downtown with maps to food banks and hosting a golf tournament to raise money to donate to fight food insecurity. However, in our attempts to implement these plans, we ended up being stopped by either not having the funds necessary or the community support to carry out these actions. But we were not deterred from our goal, despite running into some roadblocks. In fact, we were more determined than ever to provide assistance to the food insecure. Our group then came up with the idea to host a field day at Zilker Park to incite awareness for the issue of food insecurity and to have people make donations that we would in turn provide to agencies working against food insecurity, just like Plenty Austin. Our field day turned out to be a success. We were able to raise money to donate to the fight against food insecurity, and we also raised awareness about the issue of food insecurity. Ultimately, we achieved our goal of being able to improve the lives of food insecure families in some small way. And I'm almost positive that along the way, we also inspired many other people to step up and contribute to the ongoing fight against food insecurity. It is necessary for as many people as possible to help improve the lives of the food insecure. You can step up to help too.
You can contribute locally in the Austin community by donating and volunteering with the group Mobile Loaves and Fishes. They are a local group that provides food and much more for food insecure individuals and families. You can find more information on their website, mlf.org. And if you wish for your contribution to have a global impact, you can donate to Plenty Austin, a group that works with food insecurity around the world, at plentyaustin.org. Thank you for listening today, and please recommend this podcast to a friend. Remember, you can make a difference in a suffering life by donating funds, donating time, and spreading awareness on the issue of food insecurity. You can change the world one step at a time.